This is Wellness Wednesday from The Current. I'm Jill Riley. I have a special guest on the line. Ashley Ryan is the marketing director of First Avenue. Good morning, Ashley. Good morning, Jill. Well, Ashley, COVID precautions, uh, safety at live shows, that's really the focus for today's topic. And particularly at First Avenue and all the related venues like the Entry and Turf Club and Fine Line and the Fitz and the Palace Theater. Now, First Avenue currently has a policy that requires concert goers to show proof of full vaccination or... Uh, proof of a negative COVID test within 72 hours of the event. So, Ashley, you know, before we really jump into that policy and how it's going, you know, First Avenue was dark for almost 17 months. I mean, how did it feel to finally reopen the doors this summer? Wow. I mean, it was an absolutely incredible feeling. It, It was tough. You know, we, some of our staff was in the room occasionally or in our various venues, right, just to make sure the light still turned on. But It was a whole other feeling to be able to open the doors to a show and fans. I cried. I think everyone cried. That's understandable. Yeah, it was exceptional. And and I think most people, you know, on our staff who were able to attend the reopening of every venue did. I, I mean, we just couldn't get enough of getting to open the doors again. Okay, so doors are open at First Avenue and other venues, right? So Mm -hmm. at what point did you guys realize that you needed to put more COVID precautions in place? Well, we opened, reopened on July 1st, and we were operating for about a month before we added some of these additional updated policies. And we kind of thought about it as just being flexible with the situation. And as we've had updates on you know, capacity restrictions or mask mandates. We've adjusted and made sure that we were following all of those best practices sort of in real time. And this felt like an extension of that as we saw case numbers going up around the country. You know, thankfully, they stay pretty low relatively in Minnesota, but we're seeing, you know, numbers on the rise. We just thought we needed to do our part and help lead with some best practices and and protocols like this. And I think for us, just keeping an eye on the facts, on what the best recommendations are, has really been the way we've wanted to move forward this entire time. Yeah, and it would seem keeping staff and the artists and the patrons safe has been really just um, something that First Avenue and the First Avenue group has taken very seriously. And now, Ashley, I want to ask you, you know, you mentioned the word kind of leading, right? What are you guys seeing across the live music industry in regards to COVID and some of the policies in place? Because when I look at, you know, some music festivals or other venues across the country, the proof of full vaccination or the negative COVID test within 72 hours. It seems like that's becoming kind of a standard, not everywhere, but for places that are adding on the extra precaution. Yeah, you're you're absolutely right. And of course, we understand every business is going to run a little bit differently. And we're not trying to say that our policy is the like best policy for everyone, but it was the best policy for us. And we're seeing it really this policy or very similar policies being adopted across the country Mm -hmm. from venues, from touring artists. We're seeing it. A lot of festivals are announcing similar policies. And really, at this point, it's sort of a combination of being venue-driven and artist-driven. We're actually starting to hear from artists that they want even, you know, more accommodations or policies put into place. So I would encourage people to just double-check the show information 
you know, a couple days out if you have tickets to something. A few artists have asked for vaccine-only policies at mm. their shows, and a few artists have asked for vaccines or tests within 48 hours rather than 72. Oh. So I think it's just, yeah, it's just good to know that people, artist teams are really starting to get involved at this level, you know, and they're making these requests. So we're seeing it really be adopted across the board. I'm talking with Ashley Ryan, Marketing Director of First Avenue and all the related First Avenue venues. You know, Ashley, I guess, how has it been going as in the logistics of enforcing this policy? Yeah, it's actually been really, thankfully, very smooth. It's not too much additional work for our staff. We check your ID at the door. We check your ticket at the door. This is just, you know, one other piece of information that we're checking. So it kind of just fits right into the normal flow of coming in to a show. And I think most folks are just like all of us. We're just excited to be getting to do things that feel a little bit more normal again and experiencing music and especially experiencing music in a room, right, with other people, with your friends, with other fans. That is such a special, magical moment. I think people are kind of willing to take any precaution they need to to safely get in the door. Well, Ashley, I wonder, just as another logistical question for anybody listening, um, okay, let's say I have tickets to an upcoming show and I've lost my vaccine card or, you know, like I I run into something where, oh, you know what? I'm not vaccinated. I am vaccinated, by the way. But let's say I wasn't and I didn't get a test in time Um, or I run into something where the artist wants, you know, some stricter, I guess, policies in place. Is there um, like a refund policy? I mean, just like something as simple as that, just for people who are listening, like, you know what? I don't think I'm going to be able to make it to the show. So we are trying to be as proactive as possible. We're sending emails out to anyone who's purchased tickets to a show three to five days in advance to let them know what the exact policy is for that show. So we're hoping that there aren't surprises. They'll receive an email from our ticket provider, Access, and they'll receive an email from us from the venue letting them know, you know, what you need to be prepared. In that email, we do include a link to a resource where if you've lost your vaccination card, you can actually request one, um, which is a great service that uh, the health department is providing. So there are some ways to, you know, get your card if you've lost it or get that information. We've had a lot of logistical questions, people asking, you know, can I bring a photo of my card? Yes, that's fine. Can I bring an email that says I've tested positive or negative? I'm sorry. Yes, that's fine. So all of those things should help get people in the door. But if for some reason you show up and you're not able to get in, yes, we would just recommend that you contact Access, who is our ticketing provider, and and go through those channels to request a refund. Well, but it sounds like there's a good line of communication open there, um, you know, trying to give people enough of a heads up about an upcoming show. So just know that if um, anybody that's listening that's been kind of thinking about that, like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to be able to go because of such and such thing, that there are some options out there. Ashley Ryan is the marketing director of First Avenue. Now, here's a question um, about patrons need to show either proof of vaccination or a negative test within 72 hours. Or again, if the artist has requested something else as well, um, is there a vaccine policy for the staff? There is a vaccine policy for our staff. Yes, we actually had that policy in place prior to this sort of shift that was a little more patron focused. So our staff uh, across our various rooms are vaccinated 
and we're working to, you know, with vendors to make sure that folks who are, you know, in our building are vaccinated. But that's a, that's another thing where we're hearing that a lot from artists, where artist teams are saying, hey, we just want to make sure if your staff vaccinated or, you know, some of them are requesting mask wearing. Our staff right now at this moment are wearing masks. Uh, sort of no matter what position they're in. So from the moment you walk in the door, someone's checking your ID or scanning your ticket to your bartender or the stage crew, you know, who sort of work behind the scenes backstage, all of those folks are vaccinated and masked. Yeah, I mean, after the club being closed for almost 17 months, Ashley, I imagine that you guys just want to keep it open, you know? That's Exactly right. I mean, the thing is, we want, we want you to come in. We are we are definitely over communicating to let people know mm-hmm. the best ways to you know come prepared, and we want to stay open. It's it was a devastating time for us and musicians, and we just want to be back in the swing of things and keep the doors open. Do you guys um, feel like maybe this policy or the, the COVID safety you know, procedures that you've put in place, do you think that that's having any sort of effect nationwide? Do, is anybody looking to you or has it been kind of like a, almost like a just a big communication process with venues across the country? Well, I do think it helped to, to have someone say out loud, this is what we're going to do. Okay. Right. It, it just I think it helped other venues have a model and and not that they weren't thinking about it or talking about it but it's sort of like almost safety in numbers right mm-hmm. like if 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 anyone can point to us and say well first avenue is doing this so it you know if it makes it easier for another venue um or an artist team to put this in place like that is amazing and, and we've kind of seen it and you know we all talk with each other locally and nationally the past year and a half especially we've seen the organization of neva which was behind uh, save our stages yeah and that that was a lot of independent venues from all over the country coming together and sort of collectively saying how do we survive this and neva itself as an organization doesn't have a policy because they do understand different venues in different cities or towns you know have different realities but um, because of that, there's such a strong network of communication from venues around the country that we all kind of keep an eye on what what each other are doing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, locally we talk too. So I, I'm really happy to say that I've seen a lot of other venues in the Twin Cities adopt similar policies. And I think it's just going to make for a safer and more enjoyable concert going experience for everyone. Sure thing. And uh, it's not going to be forever. You know, it's important right, to, to exactly. think about it that way. It's not going to be forever. But for now, um, and again, I, you know, when the intention is just to keep everybody as safe as possible, you know, um, yeah. th- that's a positive one. And it's a reason to do it, I guess. It's... Um, Well, the topic of the day for Wellness Wednesday, just talking about First Avenue and, uh, you know, the related venues and the the COVID safety policy. And I just wanted to get an update from you to see how it was going. And Ashley, I, uh, I really appreciate your time and talking about it and just sharing some more information with people who are listening to The Current. Absolutely. I mean, we... Like I said, we want folks to be able to come out and have a good time and and feel safe and enjoy themselves. And you're right, it's not forever, but it's what we're doing in this moment to help contribute to the safety of our scene, of of the artists and the guests in the room. So, you know, we hope that everyone can find a show coming up and come out and have a good time. What's one that you're looking forward to? 
Well, I'm very excited for more than one, but I'm, I'm very sure excited yeah. for, Phoebe, for Phoebe Bridgers. We actually um, are going to have a Phoebe Bridgers show over at Surly Brewing Festival Field. I'm really looking forward to that and really looking forward to um, St. Vincent coming up. I think those are both going to be incredible shows. All right. Uh, yeah. And that's recent news about Phoebe Bridgers. I mean, there's an artist, um, an example of someone who's like, you know what? I'm yeah. not going to play indoor shows. We're actually going to do exactly. outdoor shows on this tour. So, you know, it's venues, it's artists, a lot of people working together to kind of figure out the direction of, uh, of COVID safety plans. All right, Ashley, you be well. And um, I'll talk to you soon. OK, thanks so much, Jill. Have a great one. Thanks for listening to Wellness Wednesday from The Current. I'm Jill Riley. Our producer is Anna Weggle, and our digital producer is Jay Gabler. Our theme music is a portion of the song FB1 Number no. 2 by Christian Bjorklund under the non-commercial Sharealike 3.0 international license. Head to thecurrent.org for more wellness content and great music.